Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Adventures of a New You. I am Jen Park, your host, a social worker and fellow adventurer. I am going to be real upfront with you right here, starting on this episode. Uh, I usually record all of my podcast episodes at like 5.30 in the morning, but when it's nice and quiet in my house that I lovingly refer to as the circus, but the circus started uh, around 5.30 this morning, but I really wanted to get this episode out, so I'm going to apologize for whatever ruckus you might hear in the background this morning because my kid has been up for over an hour. I had to wake the dog up. It's been it's been a morning here, but I wanted to get this out nonetheless. So today I want to talk about uh, workout ideas for busy moms. I'm going to back up for a second though and kind of step you into why I want to talk about this right now. So we're approaching the last quarter of the year. And if you look back at the goals that you set in January, you might realize that you're not exactly where you want to be. I know I'm not where I want to be. I did really well. And then I've kind of had like this little fall off in the last like month or so. So, so we're going to rein it in. Or maybe you are doing really great with your goals, but you're starting to look forward to next year. And that's, that's great too. If you are familiar at all with my girl, Rachel Hollis and her last 90 days, then this is the time of the year that we start planning for next year and we start to really kind of get control and, and move forward. So the last 90 days uses a, her lingo called the five to thrive. So there's five pieces. So the first one is get up an hour earlier and use that time for yourself. I don't know about me, about, I don't know about me. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I get up between, usually between five and five thirty every morning. And I do that because I do need this time for myself this morning. I am like completely disoriented. Like I said, because my kid got up at five thirty. I don't know why he got up at 5.30 and I have been hoping that he would fall back asleep. And now it's like all bets are off because now it's like getting close to the time that he needs to get up. So you can probably hear him. I can hear him even though I've asked 700 times for him to like try to be quiet while I do this because I wanted to do it. But all right. So number one is get up an hour earlier and use that time for yourself. Number two is to work out for at least 30 minutes a day. Number three is to drink half of your body weight in ounces of water each day. I always joke that social workers don't do math. And that to me, figuring that out, it's, it's, that's so much water. It's, it's, I can't, I, I'm going to try, but I, it's crazy to me. One, I'm not a huge fan of water, so I have to like bribe myself and trick myself. But Number four is to give up one food category that you know you shouldn't be eating. So for the last 90 days of this year, I consider this a food category. I'm giving up Starbucks. I'm already not feeling great about it. I know I can do it. I've done it before. I know Starbucks is not great for me physically. It's definitely not great for my wallet. Um, and I, I, frankly, I don't want to be dependent on caffeine every day. And I feel like I'm back to the point where I am. I had, I went through the withdrawal once before and it was wicked and I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I might go off the grid because I might become really quite frankly here, a complete asshole. So, uh, at least for like two weeks until I get it out of me. So, 
So give up one food category that you know you shouldn't be eating. I'm not saying you have to go like all crazy like I am and, and give up Starbucks or something that means that much to you. But I I just know I, I need to I need to do it. So and then the fifth component of the five to thrive is to write down 10 things that you're grateful for each day. Journaling's not really my gig. Uh, I'm not great about it. I think just being more mindful of what I am grateful for is has been something that has been really beneficial to me, but we're going to try it, right? You can't hurt anything to be grateful, right? <laughs> I think in no- last year in November, I, I shared like one thing each day that I was grateful for, which that felt good. Um, that was good. So, all right. So I'm going to circle back here to the workout for at least 30 minutes a day. So I know what you're thinking because I'm already sitting here thinking it too. 30 minutes? Every single day? Who has time for that? How do you do that? I have kids. I have this. I have that. I have a busy schedule. I have to work. I have all the things, right? All the things. That's what I call them. All the things. So I want to dive in a little bit and I want to share with you some of the things that I have figured out. I am not like a stellar athlete. I, and I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you here. Like I don't get in a 30 minute workout every day. I don't. Honestly, been totally slacking off. Like I think anybody who who knows me like knows that I was running. I was doing really good, and I'm gonna show you where I was doing good and why I was doing good, and and maybe a little bit of why I'm struggling now. So I'm gonna go like way back here for a second. I shared a little bit of this on Instagram, so bear with me if you've you've kind of seen it, but. I used to be the mom who would be like sitting at the park eating dinner, not going to the park to work out, not going to the park to, to like do any of that. Not saying I didn't play with my kid, but like we went there to literally eat outside because I hated the apartment that I was living in. You know, I had a lot to do with like the the apartment itself for one, then the neighborhood was fine, but the people in it were freaking weird. Um, so we used to go to the park to like get away from all of that. Now I am at a point where I am like dragging the kid and the dog to the park. I say dragging because my kid's like, Ugh, I don't want to go for a run. He wants to go to the playground. He doesn't want to have to go for a run with me. I get it. And honestly, some days, like, I don't even take them with me. I just go. I go and do my own thing. Not that I leave them home alone. I'm not saying that. But don't don't put me on your grid for that. I definitely don't do that. But I used to struggle when, when I decided that I, like, needed to, like, take some action, do some things with my life, kind of get control. I used to, like, try to figure out, like, okay, I was a full-time single mom. How do you, how do you actually get in a workout? And you can Google that, like, seven million ways. And I just was, like, looking for somebody to point me in the right direction. And everything that I found was always just, like, make time for yourself. Yeah, okay, sure. Mm-hmm, right. Let me just squeeze that in between everything. No, sorry, I'm getting a little sassy, but... I was so frustrated because like, I just wanted somebody to give me some, some tips, some pointers, like point me in the right direction. Work out with your baby. Yeah. Okay. Working out with an infant. Sure. That is absolutely one thing. Working out with a crazy toddler, working out with a little boy who's like screaming while you're trying to make a podcast, completely different. So 
I'm going to share some things with you that I found that like are actually a little bit helpful. Some of them are not. I'm going to share them because maybe they will be to somebody. Okay. We all know that working out isn't just about like that you want to be super fit. You want to be super healthy. It's about like clarity for your mind. It's about taking care of yourself but there's also this balancing act when you are not, when you're a parent specifically to, and I'm sorry, sometimes I feel like I offend people, but like for me, it was specifically like when I was juggling everything myself, there were things that I needed to, to like get some clarity on and like be able to manage. However, there's this dance that you're going to have to do with yourself because sometimes like the mom guilt about working out is going to be so fierce that you have to listen to it and you have to know, okay, like today is not the day that I'm going to like go to the gym and leave the baby in the gym daycare. For me, that was, that was, that day never came that I was able to do that because I already felt so guilty about being away from my baby. I say my baby because like when I go back, like that's where I was like, and even it's even now, like he's nine, but like if I spend my entire day away from him, cause he's at school and I'm at work, like I'm not going to go and get a sitter and go leave him for an hour so I can go work out. I'm not going to do that. It doesn't feel good to me. Like the benefits of working out do not overcome the guilt that I'm going to experience in order to be able to do what I would like to do. Even to this day, like I can tell when I start to honestly flat out, I start to lose my shit when I have not like had enough time to work out when I need to go to go for a run. Like I, I've been able to get to the point now where he's nine. Like I can have conversations with him. Like, cause he, he's, he does, he has ADHD and he knows when his body needs to move. And I, I've encouraged him to like listen to that and to, for him to try to articulate that to me. So I try to do the same to him. Like, I'm like, you know, how sometimes your body just really needs to move. Well, I'm having that right now and my body really needs to move. And he's like, okay, mom, go do what you need to do. Like, I'm fine. I'm so he kind of understands now that we, like he's old enough to have the conversation and I can explain to him. And it's good because I want him to be able to recognize for himself, not just now, but as he grows into an adult, like that you need to be aware, you need to be self-aware and you need to move your body when your body's telling you that it needs to move, right? I totally got off on a tangent there. Sorry. So, okay. So talking about weighing the, the guilt, the mom guilt versus feeling good and taking care of yourself. It's a fine line. It's a balance. It goes, all goes back to the energetic time management that I've been talking about. Like you have to plan ahead a little bit as much as you can, obviously, you know, things happen, but, and you have to be self-aware and you have to be mindful and know how you want to feel. I don't want to get to the point where I get shitty. I don't want to get to that point. I don't want to get to the point where my where my head is a mess and I just need to go for a run. Because for me, running, it's not about how I look or how whatever. It's because I need to run a lot more to look how I want to look. But it's about keeping my head clear. And I also know there's days when my head is like so sloppy that if I went for a run, it would be a complete spiral. So I have to find something else those days where I can like let my mind think a little, but not fully get there because that can be real messy. But all right. So 
talking about scheduling some time for working out. So I have a few ideas. Number one, and some of these you've heard before, like I'm not telling you anything that's rocket science. I'm going to throw out some ideas. I'm going to make you think a little bit and like, how can you make this work for you? And it's different every day. Like some days, like I can go to the park and I can take the kid with me. Other days, like if it's raining and I really need to go for a run, then what? You got to figure it out. Okay. So the first idea involves bringing the kids along. This is like bringing the kids along, but not necessarily that they're participating, right? So I mentioned going to the gym and using the gym daycare. Again, for me, that was that mom guilt. So that never really worked out for me. And my second one in this category is about bringing the kids along. For example, if you're going for a walk, going for a run and bringing that running stroller along. I... I tried every kind of stroller that there ever was, honestly, and a running stroller was my favorite. And that's great when you have little kids, right? So you can bring them in the stroller and you can go for a walk. You can go for a run. I would always, when I was doing that, like it has to be at the park because I felt, again, that mom guilt creeping in because, you know, if your kid is stuck sitting and they they need to move their body too right so for part of it like you gotta let them out you gotta let them get their run on when they're obviously old enough to do that when they so that they get their time on the playground too because my son even like as he got a little bit older I would I would I drug out the running shoulder for a little while because it was easy to contain him while I was trying to work out but then you have that guilt like well he's a big kid now he should be running playing and to a degree they can and that's great so idea number one, bring the kids along, but they're not necessarily participating, right? Okay. Number two, this is the one that has worked the best for me. And that is getting the kids busy too. Okay. So one idea is at our local YMCA, um, they have like a kid's fitness area where he can be in the front of the gym. There's a rock climbing wall. There's a treadmill. There's an elliptical. There's like balance beams. There's some other games that I don't understand. Um, so he can be right there while I am, oh, sorry, like two steps back on my treadmill doing my thing. Can I go throughout the entire Y and like go use all the weights and all that stuff? No, I can't. And I'm okay with that, but I can, I can still do my thing while he is playing and, uh, and he has the opportunity to work out too. And I do tell him when we go there, like he needs to do some working out before he'll just start playing on the mats. He doesn't care. Um, but I can see him. I can hear him. I can interact with him. I know that he's safe. I know that he has everything that he needs. Um, it's good stuff. The good old YMCA. They also, if you're a single mom, they have uh, a single parent discount and a lot of, they have a lot of corporate discounts too, and you can get both of those discounts. So just a little something to keep in mind, a little, little unsponsored plug from my local YMCA. Uh, and, oh, they also have, they have lots of kids programs that you can sign their kids up for. So that's actually my second idea is about working out during your kids' activities. So I... I'm not going to lie to you. Even the last baseball season, I pretty much signed my kid up for the baseball because I needed that time. I needed the commitment of having practice in a game multiple times a week so that I would be outside and I would work out. 
he probably could have cared less if I signed him up for baseball, but I needed that. And I needed that accountability. So sign your kids up for an activity. He also, he has another group um, that he's doing now on one night a week at the Boys and Girls Club. P.S. If you do not belong to the local Boys and Girls Club, highly recommend that too. It's amazing for your kids. So while he goes to that, I'm going to have an hour where he is, he's safe, he's taken care of, he has everything that he needs. And I can, because in all reality, like how much can you do in an hour, like running errands or whatever? You really can't. But can I get a run in? Absolutely. I can't even take the dog with me. The next one, so that was my second idea, workout during kids activities, is to include the kids, like actually include the kids in your workout. So this one you know, there's all different ways to do this, but there's one that I like. It's actually a kid's workout. It's kid's yoga and it's by Cosmic Kids. And I'll, I'll put the link down there at the bottom. Um, I've done this with my son as well as with my little niece and nephew. They try and the baby did. Try. He was sitting with me. He wasn't interested, but so they tell a story. Um, it's actually pretty cute. Like the girls, you know, she's so over the top. The kids freaking love it. Like there's all different ones from like Star Wars. They do Disney themes, uh, the Hungry Caterpillar. They tell a story and they do different kids, like yoga poses that kids can do along with it. It's super easy, like for you, but then your kid's working out and you're working out too. Little, you know, it's not going to like get you any crazy burn or anything, but it's something. Another one that my son's karate school did, they allowed parents to join the karate class. So the, the last session that he took, I, I did it. It was very interesting. It's one thing to be watching whole next level to be participating, but that was like killing two birds with one stone. We were there already for him to have karate. So I was like, why am I going to sit on the sidelines? If they're going to let me join, I'm going to try it. I'm going to get a workout in too. All right. Now that um, he's a little bit older, this is my next one, is literally when I take him along to the park or the playground or to the park and the playground with me. So I take the kid and the dog and frankly, a lot of times there's some bargaining going on. There's some negotiating. I'm fine with that as long as, you know, we both get what we need. So um, the rule is like when we go, we go to the one playground that's like a kind of like a track like it's a I guess it's like a quarter mile there's like little circles and then the, if you do the whole thing I think it's a half a mile so he has to do one circle with me and then he can go to the playground real quick absolutely always be careful monitor your children stay close to them have someone with them so that you know that they're safe but he that is our deal he can play on the playground once he has done a full lap with me. So I drag him along. All right. The next idea is about working out at home. Again, I guess some of these overlap a little bit, but the cosmic kids, like you can do at home, um, with the kids, but this is about like you specifically working out at home. So there are a few things that I've tried. Um, there are bar three classes that you can find online, or there's lots of other workout programs. Um, there's constantly people trying to sell me workout programs online. So, so there's plenty of those. And, uh, I, I can only speak to the bar three. I've done those and those are 
killer, like in a great way. They don't feel like they're kicking your butt, but they will make it so you can't sit down for days. It's amazing. Um, second idea is like having a treadmill or elliptical weight bench, whatever you prefer at home. Uh, I have a treadmill in the garage. I have a love hate relationship with that treadmill. Uh, mostly just cause I really don't care for a treadmill. I much prefer to run outside, but it's there when it's cold, when it's dark, when it's wet, when it's whatever I have it, it's in the garage. It's there. But, and the third idea about working out at home for me is what I call the homeowner workout. So from doing different projects to mowing the lawn with the push mower, I'm telling you some of the best workouts I've ever had have been from doing like yard work and, and being, you know, a homeowner. So I call, I call those the homeowner workouts when it snows and you're shoveling homeowner workout, when you're trying to build something homeowner workout. When you're trimming the trees, homeowner workout. Nothing will make your arms burn like trimming all the branches down off your trees. But my final idea, and sometimes my least favorite, sometimes my absolute favorite, is to get a sitter. Whether that is trading sitting times with a friend or a partner, or it is just like full on just getting a getting a sitter, getting a paid sitter, getting a grandma, getting whatever you're getting so that you can do what you need to do, right? Now, those are my ideas on how to get your workout in. Am I telling you anything that's like rocket scientists? No, I'm not. But for me, when I was like literally searching, like, how do I do it? Like, I, nobody told me, I guess, when, you know, when I was lugging around a two-year-old, like, when he's five, you can join the YMCA and he can work out in front of you. Nobody, like, put that in my head. Like, it's things that you learn along the way. So I'm trying to share just some of the things that I learned along the way. Sign your kid up for an activity so you can have that time by yourself, right? But seriously, we all need to make time for ourselves and take care of ourselves. And our kids need to see us doing that, too. They also need to see that we know how to listen to our bodies. And when our bodies are telling us that we need something, that we are able to listen and respond and take care of ourselves. That's all I have for today. I hope that you are thinking about the last 90 days of the year and that you are really thinking about how you want to start 2000. Oh my God. Start out 2020 because... There are so many, so many, there's so many opportunities for us still to accomplish our goals this year. And then for us to really start thinking about what our goals are going to be for next year. So get that goal setting in there. I'd love to hear from you and love to hear what it is that you are working on. And if you want to follow my journey of giving up Starbucks, um, I probably will do that on Instagram stories because if I'm acting like an asshole, I want it to disappear. Right. So so, uh, get ready for that. These podcasts could get real interesting over the next couple of weeks, right? Now, just the first two should be a little rough, but, but I'll tell you how it's going. So definitely follow me on Instagram adventures of a new you. I'm also on Facebook. Uh, I don't post there as much, but, and on Pinterest, I hope that you have a great day and I hope that maybe this helps you think of a way to squeeze in a workout or two. Thanks so much for listening.